Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Pete Wright. Hello, everyone. I have I have a question because I don't know if you've actually explained what Rash Pixel FM radio is. I don't I don't know that I have. I just snuck it in there many weeks ago, and it's just been floating around. Yeah. What is this? Like, can if can I find you on the radio? Like, what? No, no, no what it's not is on the. This? It's it's just RashPixel.fm. That's the uh, that's the URL. So you can go to RashPixel.fm. I'm building out the the site right now, and it is uh, it's just where all of my podcasts are because there are a lot of of podcasts that I do. Yes. And some of them cross over, and so you can you know we have we have topics that would benefit people to to hear. Okay, know, very other good. Other things. And that's it. And so that's just the home of the uh, of Pete's podcast, Growing Podcast Network. And so um, awesome. that's the label. Thank yeah. you for the clarification because oh, I was thinking, I mean, it sounds like a radio. It does. And it should. Like a radio. Yeah, yeah. That's very great. Exciting. Well, very exciting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now we can dig in. Well, we're sort of digging <laughs> in. So the digging in is we're going back to an old saw uh, <laughs> this week. Oh, my goodness. But before we do that, for real, head over to Take Control ADHD to get to know uh, this show a little bit better. Listen to the show right there on the website. Of course, subscribe to the mailing list uh, on the homepage, and you'll get an email with the latest episode each week. Uh, you can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook uh, at Take Control ADHD and call us. Leave us a voicemail, 503-664-4ADD. Get your voice, your thoughts, and your questions on this very show. We would love to hear from you. Uh, okay. So you were here last week. In my in my office, I was I was in the stand up office. How'd that go for you? It was great. Yeah, you feel good yeah. after standing up for two days. Yeah, feel great. Yeah, that actually that didn't bother me at all. Is that funny? <laughs> well, I thought I might be tired. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought well, maybe I need a stool or something, but I didn't. No, <laughs> no you did great. <laughs> it was good. No, but my voice didn't do so well at the end. Yeah, well, there's a lot of recording. A lot of a lot talking. of recording. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming up here soon. As we uh, as we were working last week, we realized that it has been some time since we have gone back to our tolerations. Some time. I mean, I, th- I think it's been like years since we've <laughs> talked about this. You know, so you know, we have some really loyal listeners who are probably going to know right off the bat like what we're talking about. But then I think there's probably some new listeners who are like tolerations. What what are yeah. you talking about? I don't even remember what the episode was that we talked about it. Yeah. You'll have to do some digging and maybe repost that on the show notes so people can get a reference. I will. I will. It's it was one of those that uh, you know it was episode. Oh my goodness. What was it? I thought I would come up real quick. Oh, here it is. Tolerations. Boy, that was uh, that was way back when. No, it doesn't come up right away. No, I it have doesn't. to dig it up. Okay. I have to dig you have it to up. Dig it's it horrible. Up. Well, and I am almost thinking we did a couple of shows on it too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we did. I mean, we it's did been that, that long, and yeah. we did the review a couple of weeks later. Right. And we had those blog posts where we were so open and vulnerable about all the yes. things we weren't actually doing. <laughs> And, uh, That's and so right. we got to talking about tolerations in the context of ADHD and what what are the things that, you know, how do, do our tolerations impact ADHD and vice versa. Yes. And and thought it might be a good time to take a step back and review uh, those tolerations. Absolutely. So where would you like to start? Well, I think to give people that are new to the show that haven't listened to that uh, episode, just to give you kind of an idea of what a toleration is, what what the definition of it is. Um, And this was introduced to me actually in my first coach training program that I did um, back in 2011. So that's why I know it was several years ago. I mean, here we are in 2015. Um, Oh, man. (laughs) 
we talked about it. Uh, and I went to the, the first coach training program I went uh, through was Coach U. And their definition um, is this. It's to, tol- to tolerate means to allow the existence of something, to permit or to endure something, to put up with something. This implies that something or someone is less than desirable, less than ideal, and tends to drain a person's energy. A toleration can be a situation, a condition, or an influence of any kind that is allowed to exist, is put with put up with or that is less than ideal a toleration is often a hindering influence so to kind of add to my two cents I see a toleration as being a roadblock um, from moving forward towards your goals Um, and they often can make us feel stuck and not empowered and also you know tend to make us feel bad about ourselves if we're not taking care of the situation the other thing I want to be clear about is that there are different uh, degrees of tolerations, right? So there's really big tolerations and then there's small tolerations. And so we'll kind of talk about that too, I think, um, as we as we have this conversation, but that, right. that's the, that's the definition. Is that how you remember it? Yeah, absolutely. And I, as I think back to the things that were, that were plaguing me before, uh, that, that describes them very, very well. And in fact, many of them are I, I took care of a lot of them. Yeah. Right. I, I felt, well, and I think we should probably talk about that here in a, in a few minutes because I would love to know what you have. And I have too, for sure. Which is so good, right? Mm-hmm. That feels very rewarding. And But what didn't happen is, um, I, you know, I took care of that first batch mm-hmm. and I felt really good about myself. And then I, I didn't keep the running list of tolerations. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because it's almost like a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah <laughs> if you think about it. It didn't take. Yeah, it didn't yeah. take, and it should have taken. Yeah, uh, and so that was that was frustrating uh, to me, and so now I'm left with more tolerations, and um, and, know, and now we're reviewing them. And now we're reviewing them already, right? It <laughs> we're going to review every toleration that Pete Wright has. Oh, no, goodness, no, no, no. that's uh, not, that. We're not going to do that. I won't put you on the spot like that. But it, you know, it's so good, right? These these tolerations are so good uh, to to really you know, address and you feel so good when you have addressed them. It's hard to believe that we let them build up. It is. And it's easy to build up because they become wallpaper and we ignore them and avoid them and we procrastinate and we do all these things. Um, but you know, you brought up that it feels good when you do them. And I think that that, you know, it's important to kind of talk about the benefits of, of what happens to us when we do eliminate these tolerations. And ideally, if you can make it like a lifestyle, right, where you actually are consciously always sort of eliminating this negative energy, what that could actually do for a person. Well, something that you pointed out is it feels good and it makes us happier people. Right. Yes. I mean, there's just more energy, more positive energy around us when we're not feeling like we're tolerating things. Right. Right. You know, um, I also for me, I think that there's a freedom that, OK, I've ta- I've taken care of these two things that were on my to do list that have been bugging me. I finally took care of them. And now there's this freedom for me to just not have to worry about it anymore. Like you can kind of. um Oh, what would it be? Like you're, you're just sort of swimming in your own success. Like you're like, yes, I did it. (laughs) 
yes, you know, yeah. now I can go shopping. Now I can go hang out with my friend um, and not have that drain of, oh, I need to go to the post office. I need to get my taxes done. I mean, I'm sure that was a toleration for still for people right now. I, mean, we're two I weeks. hope it's not a toleration by now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it, it Hopefully is. people are taking it on, but yes. Uh, yeah, but I'm willing to bet. Yeah. I'm willing to bet yeah. high stakes on that one. That there are people that haven't done them yet, right, right. but it's they're tolerating and it. it's bugging them. It's just driving them crazy, probably right now. The uh, you know, I think the freedom that comes from taking on your tolerations and actually checking things off your list is not just uh, you know how good you feel at getting something done. It's that you open headspace to do other new great things. Yes, more creative or be more creative. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I think that's a that's a really important thing to to keep in mind because generally these kinds of the tolerations are one time things, you know. And mm-hmm. and for me, everything on my list was a one time thing. It was something Those that was the in the way. Ones. Well, Those not the easy even ones. well easy, but some of them were really hard one time things. You know, some of them yeah. were were difficult, either physically demanding or creatively demanding. But once I was finished, they I was finished. I didn't need to go back and think about them again. Right, right. Um, and and so that's an important thing to recognize that it's not it's not like I'm thinking about in terms of tolerations. It's not like I'm thinking about. Gosh, I have to work uh, time into my week every week indefinitely. It's I need to work time into my schedule until this thing is done, and then I get that time back. Well, and what I mean by easy, and I, I think this is probably a good clarification, is that you know the, the things that were on our list a few years ago were more of those one-time things. Like I can do this in the afternoon. I can do this. You know, I just need to order this piece. Like you have that stove that you were supposed to fix. Yeah, <laughs> you we're gonna, you're going to go there already. I am going to go there. Um, but what I mean by the harder ones are the things like I hate my job. Now that's a toleration that somebody is probably feeling, but they can't just fix it. Like they can't just take, they can't just quit their job. So there's a, there's a set of actions or, or planning and thought that they're going to have to do to get rid of or eliminate that toleration. Does that make sense? Well, sort of, I guess that's where we may differ is that I don't see that one as a toleration. What, how do you see it? I, I don't categorize something as sort of significant, kind of emotionally, psychologically, um, financially significant as career as a toleration i would never classify that as a toleration a toleration is something that if i don't get it done that's okay but i honestly could live with it like and and you'll see as i talk about my tolerations i've been living with some of them for a long time but i would never uh, see myself actually living with and and categorizing a toleration an unsatisfactory work environment eventually that's going to take its toll to the point where i'm i'm sick and i i have to move on none of my tolerations are things that make me physically sick mm-hmm. and i've been there i've been in that position of having a job that was so distasteful that i was it was having an impact on me physically and i had to take care of it it was it was not something that i would ever have categorized as something that i could i can get along without you know dealing with well and see again that's where i guess i i see a toleration as being something that you can that you can eliminate um but i i i disagree pete i mean i still think that there are bigger things to tackle that that aren't just quick one step 
things that people are tolerating. I mean, not only like, I guess the job is one example, but what if you don't like where you live? What if you want a different house? You know, those are things that you may be tolerating because they're things that you, that's the situation that you're in right now, but it's going to take a little bit more time and planning to, to get where you want to be. Yeah. See, I think those are just, those are significant projects and, and a, yeah. a toleration scanning the recipes that are floating around my bookshelf is a toleration. Scanning my kids sure. back artwork is a toleration. It's something that maybe it may take me several weeks to get through it. And in fact yeah. it did, but finding a new house, uh, you know, moving, thinking about, you know, bringing into all the, the things that I would have to consider the schools, the, you know, health and safety issues. I mean, those are things that I, I think are, they raise the priority outside of toleration. I just wouldn't use that word to, to ever and that might be them. what it is that might be what it is it's just the definition of how you're seeing the word yeah. so there you have it folks we disagree no. <laughs> so where where do you stand on your tolerations where do i stand on the ones that we had back then yeah and i'll tell you because mine come from april 22nd 2013 and the show was episode 109 and we're now on episode two oh one. Do you do you have the notes in front of you? Because I, I I can't even remember exactly what my tolerations were back then. I have I know. mine. Yes, I do. In fact, I have yours. Would okay. you like me to run through them? Your top ten greatest well, hits. Well, yeah. Well, you top five because I don't think we have time to do top ten. <laughs> All right. But I can tell you, my garage is still that was number one. one. <laughs> yeah, that's still a major issue. That comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's funny how it's something that you can tackle and resolve, and then it becomes a toleration again. Exactly. Like there's and that's there's something in there that, that yeah. you know, is, is straight. Uh, put actual pictures in frames in office. I did do that. Good. That's done. Put up bulletin board key holder in laundry room. Uh, actually, we decided to do something different. So that, that never happened, but I did something different. Fair. Put yeah. shelf up in daughter's room. We did, and then it fell down. <laughs> and now, so now it needs to be put back up. But now we have to paint the room first, so we're waiting to put it back up until it's painted. But that could technically be a toleration exactly. because we haven't painted it yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I forgot that was on there. Have you defrosted and cleaned out your garage freezer? Well, let's see. We had it defrosted on purpose when the plug-in didn't get plugged in and it defrosted on its own. <laughs> you like it when, when there's sort of divine intervention in your tolerations <laughs> that's, list. That's it takes right. care of itself. We lost uh, a whole freezer full of food, but you know, the tolerations checked off the list. That's right. That's right. But I can tell you that that's not an issue. Like I wouldn't have that on my list yeah. today. Well, that's, those are your top five. So I think of okay. any of those, a garage is still kind of a significant uh, hindrance. It is. It yeah. is. And it's actually on my list right now as we speak. So what are your top five? What was your top five? Okay. Um, number one. <laughs> okay. You brought this up. Research and replace my broken knobs on my oven. Now, many people wrote in about this toleration. And I yes. actually received some great suggestions about my knob problem. And I acted on several of them. A couple of them didn't work. Uh, the knobs were very hard to come by. In the end, this toleration took care of itself because the knobs became less of a problem than the fact that the oven broke. And now it only cooks at 1,000 degrees. So you turn it on <laughs> and it immediately goes up to as hot as it can possibly get. I can cook one thing in it, uh, which is pizza. So when we make a pizza, I can cook it in. But in order to cook the pizza, I have to put it in, turn it on the, you know, cold. So I put the pizza in cold, and then I have to, like, 
go back and open the oven uh, every two minutes or so to let out some heat and then close it. And so you have to do this little gentle dance with managing with the temperature. Pizza. Yeah, manually. Wow. Uh, which is not a great way to cook anything. So we have been living for some time, and by some time I mean over a year, cooking out of our really, we have a really nice toaster oven for a family of four and our grill outside. So we do a lot of grilling uh as you can imagine uh, we eat grilled stuff all the time um and uh, a lot of uh toast mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so th- that is now the toleration the knobs i'm going to check off the list because now i need a whole new oven yeah okay so you're checking off the knobs and now is the number one is i need a new oven you need a new mm-hmm. oven yeah okay. uh research and potentially replace the dishwasher so uh the dishwasher at the time of this toleration also was a thing that was not working up to snuff it was not uh, really cleaning the dishes and has since taken care of itself uh because it broke completely and now i need a new dishwasher so i i'm telling you honestly i live in a in a kitchen with no functioning oven or dishwasher I'm washing wow. dishes by hand. Now, this is sort of a first world thing. We we actually kind of like the do it manual doing the dishes process. We enjoy that process. It's kind of a nice family time. Everybody helps. It's kind of a good thing. But it's still a pain in the rear over the long term. And we we recognize we just need to go out and, and buy the dishwasher. But our, our oven is now a, a higher priority. And and uh, we are we are on an active search to replace our nuclear ter- uh, nuclear uh, uh, hot oven mm-hmm. so yeah no that was kidding. One. uh research and replace horrifyingly loud turbine sound that comes from my washing machine on rinse cycle something is just not right there that was number three <laughs> that i can say confidently is resolved not because the, the washing machine dryer died but because we did finally replace them so nice i call that a win yes scan the aging stack of precious kids artwork that is beginning to ferment on my bookshelf i can say confidently that was resolved and then my wife found another stack of precious kids artwork that was not in my office and so that is now back on my list nice Uh, but we have we have searched the house yeah oh it's there yeah we have searched the house and we have found no more precious kids artwork. that's the final yes Okay, that's good, because that wasn't very much, actually. You didn't, I saw it on the bookshelf, but it wasn't much. No, it really is not. And a lot of it is like, you know, it's like paint. So the the papers, they kind of wilt. So it looks like more than it is even. It's, It's not actually that much, so. Good. That will be easy. And the last one was uh, make a donation trip with the second and third layers of clothes in my kids' drawers, the clothes that never get washed, just compressed under new outfits from Grandma, and that was resolved. That was a very easy toleration. We just finally had to sit down and do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, I had some other things on there, you know, wrestle the grapevines, cookbook Mm -hmm. shelf, uh, all of those things were tolerations that we that I have taken care of. And so I can, you know, I look through five to or six through ten and I can say all of those were done. So I feel pretty good. I mean, in terms of my tolerations, I think out of ten, three of them are are still sort of significant. Uh, well, my and list. my number one is still significant. Yeah, so what does too. that say? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good, good. So do you have a new list of tolerations then? Uh, you know, I do. And some of them are, are kind of work related. I'm, I am counting the dishwasher and the oven on both of those uh, as number one and number two on the list. You've already mentioned the third one, which is rashpixel.fm, just being by myself. It's tough to, to you know, code an entirely new website and get, you know, listings for all the shows that I do. It takes a lot of time, and uh, but I see that as a toleration. At some point, the back 
the the back import of content is going to be something I do I won't have to do anymore, and that will that will free up a lot of time. So those are kind of my big three right now. But mm-hmm. I am struggling with you know as I'm I always struggle with on these big projects, which is the ADHD angle of of this stuff. You know, I mm-hmm. find I can be really productive if I'm in hyper focus mode uh, at the expense of many other things. But I'm doing so much work not to be in hyper focus mode. Uh, you know, because I, I don't want to, I, I don't like the costs that come with that, mm-hmm. um, that it's, it's really slow going. And that's, that's a frustrating trade-off. So slow going because of why, like, because you don't want to spend too much time researching an oven or like, no, what, it's what, not even what's... the oven. This is the, I'm thinking mostly about this website right now because, the website. yeah, because I know that that's, that's for me, right? That's for, for the, the rash pixel end of the business. And while there is benefit to, uh, to my partners, right? The people that I'm, I'm podcasting with, uh, like you, I, it, there is a benefit to me doing this work. It's not an immediate benefit and it's something that comes as a second priority to everything else that I'm doing for my right, clients, right? right? And so I need to to balance, to, to find that careful balance of, you know, I have way too much back work to do on this website, but I can't do it right now because I there are other much more pressing needs. Um, and so that's that's a hard thing when what I what I what I want to do is check this off the list. Right. I want to devote, you know, a week to it all day, every day straight and not think about anything else. But I know that that would come with some frustration. And I haven't I haven't figured out how to work that time into my schedule other than, you know, just, you know, 15 minutes <laughs> every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's a challenge. So that's one of those things. I know that about my behavior. I know that about my mindset. And I, mm-hmm. that's something I've learned over the last several years of, of kind of practice and, and conscientious effort. Um, but it, it doesn't make it uh, any less frustrating to to face. Well, and also, I mean, I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but it's not just the eight. I mean, it's not just the ADHD and the hyper-focusing. It's just the plain time to, to do it, what you're saying. You know, you have all these other priorities and things that have to be done. Yeah. And because this isn't really a hard deadline, it's for you, then it's a priority issue just in general of, of when do you even set the 15 minutes a day to, to do it as right, well, right, right? right? I mean, um which can certainly be be an issue. So, what has been your plan so far? Are, is that what you're doing? Just setting time every day? Have you set? Yeah, a day I'm setting time or? every day. I'm I'm challenged right now. I'm you know the the you know the worlds collide, and so right now I'm really just setting a little bit of time every day to do just to b- take little bites out of it, one yeah. show at a time, to get things caught up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the the other toleration that's on my list is you know I I take a a personal sort of photo trip. I try to cover one story each year that is just for me. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about the Buffalo mm-hmm. thing. We've done the Year of Thanks project we've talked about. And and so this that's another thing. This year is is moving awfully quickly and I don't have a trip planned. So that's one of those oh. things that's uh that I'm I'm working on and I'm I'm stressing a little bit about because it's it's going it, it's raising an intensity. I don't want to let this go because I love this part of my life and career. Right. Uh, but again, finding that time to prioritize is it, that's that's causing me that sort of emotional spin mm-hmm. uh, as as I look at Edward. So I, you know, I feel like I'm at at this strange place. We've talked about this idea of vulnerability over the past couple of weeks, and I'm I'm at this place where I know and have practiced many of these behaviors, and and I feel like I'm I'm on the cusp of uh, a little bit of a trough. Uh, of that that value that valley of despair, you know, where I feel like I know the answers. I practiced these things, that prioritization techniques, mm-hmm. and yet I am representative of just how hard it is to face that reality. 
mm-hmm. of so many things you want to do, so many things you need to do, so many things you 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 know have to do to take care of family and and, and you know health and safety stuff um, that uh, it, it can cause a lot of noise. Like the signal to noise ratio gets off in your brain, mm-hmm. and and it feels like that that you know the window is opening and you can hear the party outside because you get sort of overwhelmed, or at least in my case, I get overwhelmed with so many things, so many choices mm-hmm. uh, that it's easy to let the noise trickle in. And that's mm-hmm. that's hard to hear. That was how I think it's been a long time since we talked about that. That that was how my daughter had actually described it. That that when it and I've I have pilfered that metaphor from her, you know, since we first had that conversation, which was that for her, uh, and she is taking a medication for it. And for her, when she takes that medication and she feels it kick in, uh, it feels like the window is closing and she can't hear the party outside anymore. Mm-hmm. And and I think that metaphor works really well, particularly in the in the reverse that that when I feel stress and when these little tolerations start to add up, mm-hmm. uh, I can feel the window starting to open. Well, and what would it do for you to just get that plant that trip planned? Just yeah. to even just get just to get the dates, maybe not even right. to what you're going to do or where you're going to go. I wonder if that would help quiet the noise at all. You know, yeah, yeah. it may not make it go away, but like that. What is that one little that little action that you could take right now that would that would help you? You know, get a little bit closer to to having it be quiet. I yeah. like the analogy. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it works it's, really, it's really well, good. and it's and yeah. I think that's that gets to it. Like, what can I do to start breaking up? the uh you know these tolerations into smaller pieces and that's the thing that we you know we talked about before that and and i think it goes back to why i classify tolerations as as you know the the lesser of of the bigger projects it's because you know even though they may take a little bit of time but they they are generally one or a couple of steps once it goes beyond you know a couple of steps um then it becomes a bigger project and this trip is is kind of right in between because i can set the dates and i can lock that in on the calendar right so people know when i'm going to be gone when my family they know when i'm not going to be available mm-hmm. um you know for this this personal project clients know when i'm not going to be avail- available mm-hmm. um you know i don't i don't have to do it all at once and that's mm-hmm. that's what the noise says to me right mm-hmm. that's what the noise does it says you you have to do this all at once and if you don't do it all at once you're failing which is not true and you know that logically but that's still what the 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 tapes the the, the recording of the tape that's going through your right. mind right. well you know one thing that i want to bring up because i think that this is important um is you've identified and and this is what people need to do is kind of identify what those tolerations are because when you're adding that stress you're talking about you know once these get built up there's this amount of stress this overwhelm and so one of the the action steps that i would recommend for people who are listening today is to identify what those things are is it is it the trip that you know pete's talking about is it my garage you know what are the things that are that are really just bugging you and eating eating at you a little bit um and and then figuring out what that that step would be to to kind of like you said calm that noise what would it be what what do i need to do to to take back control of the situation and feel a little bit better about where i'm at with it you know what i'm saying um would be a, a great thing i think for people for people to do we also have a toleration worksheet too don't we still have that on online yeah yeah we do it's still up on the website we'll put a link to that in the show notes yeah, absolutely. Where people can kind of identify what it is that they would like to do, what the action steps are. Um, you know, just it, it, I think all of that would be just a helpful tool for for people to use. I do. I think you know what one of the things that we 
that we talked about and that I ended up writing in my blog post the last time we did this, the blog post that we, we put up on TakeControlADHD.com is that, you know, right now I go through my day pretending these things don't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we avoid them. Right. It can only go so far. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's when that noise kicks in. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I think it's a, it's a really important conversation to keep dipping back into and, and make it a part of, you know, a part of your daily or weekly or monthly review is to make sure that these things are visible, that they're present, that your list is up somewhere where you can't hide from it. Because that's, that's I think, where I went wrong the last time around, which was I, I was able to, to hide from it. I took care of the first few because the list I was done and moved on and uh, then was able to hide. And that's the kiss of death in terms of, you know, my attention. Well, it goes back to, yeah, the, the intention and it goes back to, you know, beca- making this become kind of a lifestyle of sorts. I know that seems weird. Like, why would you have a tolerations list as a lifestyle? But, yeah. you know, until you kind of have that ingrained, it is important to have it in front of you because, right. like, you know, like you, I forgot too. It, it wasn't a priority, but I live with these tolerations all the time, yeah. you know, every day. Something either is lingering or something new has popped up. And uh, needs to be taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Good stuff, Pete. Good stuff. Right. This is all about, this is our vulnerability. Just coming to terms with the things that, uh, yes, that we need to fix. I can do this. We had such (gasps) wonderful feedback uh, from last week. I don't think I've ever gotten this much, you know, as much email um, on any of our digital episodes as came in last week. And can I just point something out? Yeah. It was episode number 200. It was. That last week's was episode 200. We didn't say anything about it. Mm-mm. Feels like an but incredible But you've shame. gotten, yeah, but we didn't say anything about it. But in, I mean, you know, you've got a lot of feedback too. A lot of people wanted to talk to you about this light. The the blue light issue. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I just want to, I first of all, obviously want to say thank you um, because there was such such great stuff in it um the the real issue is we had a couple let's see we had a couple of posts one from um let's see mrs j uh was talking about the the um you know switching to that i switched to the kindle from because of blue light issues uh there are absolutely are dimmers that fix the screen um you know the the blue light screen filter plus uh, is available from google play it's a if you're on an android device uh, you can download that from google play uh, and and uh, mrs j recommends that one so the the blue light screen filter plus i'm on ios so I, that obviously doesn't work for me a number of people also wrote in about flux which is an app for the for the mac that that will automatically change the color tone of your display uh, as you um, you know, as you're using it throughout the day. And so it, it adjusts the, the quality and the tone of light to your eyes. And so you kind of reduce that blue light at the end of the day. It makes it a warmer kind of light. Uh, and so there were two things that, that uh, this particular writer recommended. One was uh, from Zen Tech for iOS devices. Uh, and you can put this, this filter on and then uh, on your screens and that will help block the blue light. And the other one was justgetflux.com uh, for your Mac. And justgetflux, you know, I like the idea of it and have tried it but the problem is I'm, I have a color calibrated monitor and because I do so much you know retouching photography retouching uh, I can't have my monitor changing color tones on me because then I can't see what what is really there or what I I, I don't know what to expect so that tool doesn't necessarily work for me all that well um, you know unless somebody has particular ideas I don't really have a problem with my computer monitor because I don't use my computer in bed a- anymore all that much you know we don't we just don't bring our laptops to bed anymore and so uh, that's not one that concerns me I will say mm-hmm. finally 
um, that this idea of, you know, I, I actually really like my Kindle. And so as much as I appreciate all of these filters and things, I'm not a big fan of actually sticking stuff to my iPad. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I, and, right. You know, while I do love the idea that I could use my iPad, I have really, I've really come to love my, my Kindle. And, and uh, it, 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 I love the weight of it. It's very, very light. The battery lasts forever. Uh, and, uh, and so I'm really very happy with it. And so I'm not, I'm not sure how, uh, you know, how well I did. I should say I did order a set of the Zentech um, filters. So I'm going to give it a shot. But, uh, but I do like the Kindle. I can't imagine actually going back as my regular reading device at the end of the day. To something else. So that's it. That's a follow. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. There's a great suggestions, and I hope they help uh, others. And I'll, uh, I'll maybe on an upcoming digital episode, I'll, I'll do some follow up once I have a chance to play with these Zentech filters. So thanks for the recommendations, everybody. Perfect. Right. Sounds great. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, on behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Mm-hmm.